0: Welcome to How Good is Rugby League? My name is Michael Corbin. My name is Emmanuel Penkless And I am a diehard Roosters fan.
1: I am a diehard Rabbitohs fan.
0: And this is going to be your weekly podcast, which will just give you some, you know, the rundown of the, of the last week, what's happening in the coming weeks, and we'll discuss all the major headlines, the major news bulletins that are going around in the league, and give you our tips and some of our advice here yep. and there.
1: We've been really excited about doing this. We've been talking about it for a while and finally we're going to get down to business here. So thank you for listening. We're really excited. It's been a while uh, in the making and, you know, just bear with us. We don't really know what we're doing podcast-wise, but uh, we're just trying to give it a go. So if there's a lot of ums and ahs and you knows, like we're going to try and get rid of them at some point. But it's just a bit of nerves, a bit of excitement. And we're really excited for this season, aren't we, Corbs? We
0: are. Look, as Emmanuel said, we're new to this. But we think that we have some pretty good opinions on rugby league, and we know what we're talking about. We've both watched this game our whole lives. We've both been fans of our respective teams for our, you know, our lives, and we just want to, we want to, we want to share what we what we think about rugby league to the people out there.
1: Yeah, and it's the greatest time of the year. The trials are happening. The World Club Challenge has just happened, and you just sort of like everyone's got this. Idea in the head that this is the year for their team. And there's so much going on. I mean, Wayne Bennett has had a full off-season at South. The Roosters are looking for the three-peat. Newcastle's got a new coach. Titans have a new coach. Uh, Brisbane, of course, you know, ended the last final series, 58-0. How will they bounce back?
0: Yeah, you know, you've got the teams like the Dragons, who had a tumultuous season last year, to say the least. They underperformed. They had the whole Jack and saga go on, and that shadow, that overshadowed the the going ons in the team and everything like that. And you could tell it affected them. Yeah. Will they be able to bounce back? We know Gus had the the big coaching cleanout throughout yeah. the the big cleanout throughout the off season. I
1: think for them, like, there's a lot of stability. A coach like Shane Flanagan coming in as an assistant coach is great for them. But Flanagan's uh, former club Cronulla, they're going to be interesting this year too.
0: Yeah, I, I, I still don't know. You know, there's a lot of turnover at the Sharks in terms of player-wise. They have their forward pack has taken a hit, but their back line has now got too many players. Will they be a team looking to make a move during the season, you know? Yeah, um, and
1: then on top of that, you've got stadium issues all over the place. Of course, Cronulla's going to be playing games at Cogra. ANZ Stadium shuts mid-season, so Souths and the Dogs are going to start playing at Bank West and all over the place. You've got... Uh, the uh, Sydney football stadium is still out of action, so the Roosters t- are gonna t- I'll
0: tell you what though, I am I am very excited to watch the Roosters play at North Sydney over one game. That is gonna be a great game. It should be a sellout out there. You know, North Sydney don't really that, that upper North Shore area doesn't really have a team to like a team to support now. Yeah. And the Bears aren't in first grade. So yeah. who knows? It might bring more 100%. Roosters fans more fans to the Roosters crowds, which we desperately need. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely <laughs> Uh, and the great thing is, you know, of course, the grand final at the end of this year is at the SCG. How good is that? Very excited to watch South lift the trophy there after beating the Roosters in the grand final. That is. Oh, the we're dream. making it. Are we making it again? Are we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Six <laughs> again. Six again.
0: <laughs> Look, last year's season ended in controversy.
1: There's always controversy. There's always in rugby controversy league in rugby
0: league. Every week, there's going to be a new headline. Every you know? week, there's and- going to be. There's gonna be the coaching carousel that happens every year. One team's gonna start off poorly, one team's gonna start off hot and then drop off and everyone's gonna be like, Well, what happened at the start of the season that they can't replicate now? You know? The Knights the Knights had a terrible season last year by their standards. Can they bounce back? Will Caleb Ponga reach that potential that everyone thought he would? Yeah, how's Adam
1: O'Brien gonna change their culture up there? He's yep. an ex-Storm, he's an ex-Roosters, he's been he's worked with Bellamy, he's worked with Robertson. Can he actually pull this team out of the bottom half of the ladder and make them the team that everyone expects them to be and bring back the glory days? Or do we need to sort of shake the roster up there before they can uh, have that sort of success again? The other thing I'm, that's really interesting about this season is going to be Cameron Smith and Craig Bellamy.
0: Yeah, look, there's that that team, there's, there's very few people there anymore that, you know, Bellamy has had in his team for a long time. It's it's Smith, it's Munster. You got a couple of the forwards there, but Cameron Smith's getting old.
1: Yeah, um, and I have to say, two teams. I'm I'm really excited to watch this year. Uh, I think the Dogs had a really good end to last year. Showed some really good signs. I had like three really tough seasons there. Where I thought they were, they were in the dumps, and uh, they've come back. And I really expect them to do well this year. Yeah,
0: you can tell you can tell that new management has really helped that team. Coaching change. Dean Page just seems to he seems to be doing a good job. He seems yep. to be able to reach his players, and that I think I think they're in for a good season. I don't look. I don't think they're going to win the comp, but I think they're going to be an improvement on what we've seen the last four or five years. Definitely. And that's... And- that's better than anything for a a club as big as the Dogs and who has as as big a fan base as the Dogs do. Yeah,
1: I completely agree. And I also think Manly were just incredible last year. Um, They were unlucky in the final against Souths. uh, And I do think they will take their games to the next level this year. And Hasler is back at home. He belongs at Manly, just like Canterbury need a bulldog to be coaching them. It's just one of those things that works. So I think they will have a massive year. And I'm also really intrigued to see how Madge goes because... I mean, as a Souths fan, I always have a soft spot for Madge because he delivered us the premiership. And I really hope he finds some sort of success yeah. at the Tigers. But I, I don't know. His methods are notorious. I mean, he's had some players that he has not got along with. Matheson's already gone. Madison's already gone, sorry. Yeah, so my, my
0: problem with the Tigers is their roster just doesn't seem right. They haven't got a hooker. They don't really have... I, they have... They have a halfback in Luke Brooks. Benji Benji's going around one more season, but he's getting old. Who's going to be playing fullback? Who's going to be in the centers? What's their forward pack like? We just don't know what that construct, the construct of the roster is going to look like for the Tigers. And I think not having a hooker, that that Harry Grant trade that didn't come off is going to hurt them in the long term. I think Harry Grant's one of those young players who I think is really up and coming at the Storm, and he was you know he's touted as one of those players who could replace Cameron Smith. Yeah. Um. The other one, I mean, let's see what happens
1: this year. But Canberra, how will they recover really from that six again call? I just, it, I'm very intrigued to see. Will it fire them up? Will this be the year, or will they sort of run out
0: of puff? I mean, their backs have taken a bit of a hit, though. You know, you, you've lost Leilua. I know, I know. There's issues with Leilua, but Curtis Scott is their replacement, yeah. and he's Who's already he's already had now. off field issues. Yep. You know, two weeks into being in a new club. Yep.
1: Um, 100% and then you know you've got the three of the really big disappointments I think of last year you've got Penrith who had the weight of expectation and of course had that terrible start to the season from the off season you got the Cowboys they've got a new stadium so let's see will that do something I'm still thinking that you know, Paul Green might be past his time there. It's a bit like Souths with Madge. It's time for a new
0: yeah. I think, time I for think a new coach. I think he hit a bit of a rut there last year, and I don't see it going away. They're still trying to, you know, recover after the loss of Jonathan Thurston. You know, generational talent. They haven't really been able to fill that halfback spot and that that leader on the field. Yeah. I know Michael Morgan's tried, but yeah, he I was mean, a fullback. He was a fullback. It, he wasn't. He wasn't a halfback. And yeah, they and, just haven't had someone come up through the ranks who can do that. You know, Let's see what Val Holmes can do for the team. Exactly, but I think that sort of that burden
1: of almost like making the grand final in 2017 has come back to bite them a bit because it almost exaggerated how well they were really doing and covered up some of the patches that were in their defense and their attack.
0: Another team that's going to be really interesting this year is the Parramatta Eels. Yep. Last year, they were fantastic at home. That yep. new stadium, Bank West, it was a fortress. They were pumping teams there. And then they go on the road and they lose it all. Yeah, you know, and, um, they were a bit inconsistent. They were inconsistent, and you know,
1: it's not we can't talk about inconsistency in rugby league without talking about the Warriors. Um, <laughs> so I just I don't know what's going to happen there. Very little expectation this year. I mean, I think Corbs, I'm right in saying that everyone in rugby league just wants a really exciting Warriors team. They play. An attractive brand of football when they're, when they're playing well. But it, we haven't had it for years.
0: Roger Tuivasa-Sheck in open space is still the most exciting thing in rugby league. What that man can do with his feet is incredible.
1: Yep. Clearly an old rooster's player. No wonder you're talking about him. <laughs> but um, I agree. And of course, you know, Brisbane's end to the season last year, Anthony Seabold. Couldn't handle the pressure. It's two final seasons in a row, really, where he hasn't been able to manage it. He's
0: going to start the season on the hot seat. Everyone knows it. He
1: definitely is. And there's this talk coming out about another team in Brisbane and uh, the potential coaches lining up to be part of that 2022 team or 2023 team. So as that unfolds through the season, it's going to be incredible to see how that plays out because the chances are that... He could be the coach in the Brisbane market and the other Brisbane coach could be a Bennett
0: or a Bellamy and how fascinating is that gonna be. And yeah, look, it's it's gonna to be tough for them. They haven't locked down that fullback spot. Everyone's talking about Asako, but he was terrible in the nines. I don't know if he can take much for the nines or not, but he, he didn't have a good game there. You know? Will Brody Croft be the halfback they're they're looking for? Matt Lodge is gone for the season already, you know, so they've already locked, taken a hit to the four pack. I know that they have special talents there though, in terms of Haas and Fafita. And those two are going to be incredible yeah. in the future. But like they... this year and in the future. But there are some questions for the Broncos. And in that big market, you're the only team you need to you perform. You need
1: to perform 100%. And it's coming up to the this 14 years since they've won a comp. Will this be their year? I don't think so. But we will get to our uh, tips and opinions on how this season plays out before our uh, uh, during our Round 1 podcast. So... Um, we've got a couple more weeks just to finalise our ladders and uh, quite excited. Who knows what's going to happen between now and then? What signing will Nick Politis pull out of his hat? <laughs> How will Souths handle the whole backline reshuffle?
0: Will Latrell be fit enough to play fullback? Of course he will be. Of course
1: he will be. <laughs> Absolutely. But no, it's, it's all very exciting. It's come around very quickly. Another massive off-season. Lots of movement. Uh, teams with new coaches are always a great unknown, and how much can you really read from the early season anyway? I know that Souths fans, Dragons fans always like to get excited this time of year. Roosters fans always put us in our place by about round 10.
0: Yeah, we sit back and relax until, you know, comes June, July, and then we start playing alright, and everyone's like, "Oh, maybe the Roosters are a good team again. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's, it's always great just to have that excitement of a, of a good start to the season, see how it plays out, and... And it's always good to... I love footy at the start of the year because everyone's a bit, you know, rusty. And so the ball just sort of gets thrown around a bit more. And it's still hot, so everyone's playing a bit more of the touch football style, which is quite exciting to watch. So it's all got to unfold and, you know, it won't be long until we're talking about eight games a week.
0: Well, Corbs, I'm excited. How excited are you? I'm insanely excited. Uh, Thank you for listening to our, you know, little preview here. We expect to be giving you, as I said, a weekly podcast every week. When's the first uh, episode dropping, Emmanuel?
1: Uh, I reckon around the 12th of March, just in time for round one.
0: So Wednesday, 12th of March, we'll hopefully get you something uh, to listen, just to give you our previews on the season and what's going to be going on and our tips for who's going to win, who's going to, who's probably going to get the wooden spoon and where we think the the table, how the table will shake out. Can't wait, Corbs, can't, can't wait. wait. You know what I've got to do between now and then? Rate, review, and subscribe.
1: Ah, rate, review, and subscribe. I've also got to somehow prepare a fantasy team.
0: So, yeah, guys, please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. It helps us get our name out there and, you know, gets us on the charts. And,
1: And Corpse, how good is rugby league? How good is rugby league? It's the best. (laughs)